Misuyu is bringistia. Misuyu, bringing it to you. everyone out there listening i hope that your day is bright and your future is optimistic stay positive and follow your dreams reach for the stars i'm doing okay today i am not gonna complain i feel as though you know we do what we can do and i'm not in this world to please people and truly forgetting about me myself what do I want to achieve in life what do I want out of life am I so used to taking care of other people and making sure that other people have what they need and dismissing me this valuable human being what is my question Are we the 98%? I'll be back with more. The U.S. Department of Treasury first issued paper U.S. currency in 1862 to make up for the shortage of coins and to finance the Civil War. There was a shortage of coins because people had started hoarding them. The uncertainty caused by the war had made the value of items fluctuate drastically. Because coins were made of gold and silver, their value didn't change much. So people wanted to hang on to them rather than buy items that might lose their value. Factmonster.com I'm back to talk about the 99%. What is the 99%? First, I might want to start with that question. Yeah, what is the 99%? I don't know. I'm here to find out. I'm here to learn. But I think at the same time, it's a general but important question. Some might say the 99% are the ones that do not benefit much from capitalism. Okay? The other point might be the 99% are the people 
that have been shunned, eliminated, or excluded? Well, we can get down to the facts and find out more about this 99%. How do I feel? Well, the 99% are probably the ones that are unheard. Yes, they can vote. But are they really heard? Do people really understand what they're trying to say? What do they mean? Are all human beings uh, understanding what the term the 99% really is? Some people are like, well, you know, it's just a uh, figure of speech. Uh, It's mathematics. Yeah. Yeah. But what is the 99%? Okay. I recall Occupy, Wall Street, the Occupy movement, when people wanted to uh, speak up about how they uh, felt about money, the interest rates, uh, foreclosures, Unemployment, the economy, the ones that really truly didn't benefit out of paying taxes and going to work. They could take their money, pay their bills, try to invest. But some people at that time, they were feeling as though they weren't getting far. They were trying hard, and they would try harder, but they still were not going in a certain direction. And today, we can say there are more billionaires and millionaires, and we believe that there will be more millionaires and billionaires that are profiting. How are they profiting and how do they do it? I guess that's another question. But are we the 98%? Are we those that really feel as though America, look, you know, you're selling out your people. Look at us. We work, 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 work every day. If we don't go to work, we might as well say that we're homeless because we're not going to be able to pay the bills. Housing expenses, living expenses, it's not going to work. So is there a right or wrong? Uh... Is America based upon what you can do for me? If you do this for me, I'll do something for you. Is that how the system works here? Well, people are like, well, if you can get by with that, if that's what is needed, if that is how the system works, then I'm going to go along with it in order to survive. Oh, I am a minority trying to make it. And then 
those that are excluded or stereotyped or caught they suffer the consequences the consequences of what though why are we here having to say that there is a 99 percent there is a two percent who loses who gains well people say the 98 percent need to try harder they're not doing enough to stay um ahead they're not doing enough to uh make it happen in this world to keep up with the change in society it's not really the 98 percent that uh are are so uh impoverished or um unlucky and it's not the two percent that are bad people or the ones that are really not applying their skills and their experiences in order to say that hey i feel like america is great and i can make it i can uh progress right there is some more um, avenues and um, adventures and I can really, really make it. And I feel as though United States is uh, uh, so much ahead of China and more competitive than China. And I think that the United States is uh, more uh, uh, economically advanced than China. So... I don't believe that the 98% are suffering that much. I think they believe or it's in their mind that they are the 98%. And the 1% or the 2% of us that say that America is great and we're going to make it here and we are investing our money and we're seeing uh, tremendous um, um, results. Yes, the 2%. They believe that, you know, there isn't any uh, exclusion. There, there isn't any um, capitalism. There isn't any uh, uh, need for changes. Because the 2% are very much stable economically or financially. And maybe they don't see the reality of it all. So, can anyone really say they know what the 98% is? I don't know. But it is worth asking. And when we think about ourselves and how we were raised, our parents, our grandparents, their experiences and what did they teach us and how did they try to instill education and life experiences to help us uh, on our journey as we uh, grow and develop. Does family play a role in our perception of uh, whether we are the 98% or not? Maybe, I don't know, but how does that affect us today? Uh, How does it affect the world today? 
are we truly the 98%? Well, we can take a vote and we can interview people and find out how they feel about the topic. And um, we can elaborate a little bit more on their answers if we want. But me, technically, I feel as though history is history. And the facts are the facts. And people can say that history is the past and let it go and forget about it. and Or some of them can say that history has nothing to do with today. The current events. Because history was history. Well, if history has nothing to do with what's going on today or current events, then that means that the fact that my mother and father had sexual intercourse and I was born has nothing to do with me today. Do you understand what I mean? The facts that uh, we all went to school, we went to elementary school, some of us preschool, junior high school, high school, some of us went to college, some of us went to trade school. That has nothing to do with me today. What's happening today? I don't kind of like understand that and I don't agree with that. What happened to you years ago has nothing to do with what's going on in this world today or your current life. It depends. Because some things that happen, in some cases, doesn't affect people for a long time. Or it doesn't affect them now. Or it has nothing to do with what's going on in their life. It's unrelated to what's going on now. But I recall saying we can't change science. Science will never change. But people can change if they want to change. We can't change facts and how it affects people. So one situation in someone's life, it could differ from someone else's situations in someone else's life. So because a layoff a promotion affected Susan, a layoff or promotion, it might affect me, but it could affect me in a different way or it may have different effects on me. So I'm not saying that Susan has to be like me or Susan has to feel the way I feel in order to make me happy. A Susan must change Susan's viewpoints to appease me. Reality is reality. The truth is the truth. The facts are the facts. Your experience is not my experience. Your life is not my life. I can't speak for someone else. I can't be someone else. I can only be me. So I have 
uh, a right to express how I feel and I have a, a right to my own opinion. And I feel right now that the 99%, I believe truly, are the people that we probably would not know of much in regards to up under the spotlight being known uh, for being a celebrity or a so, so popular under the spotlight on TV and Hollywood, uh, some big time inventor, some um, very important and financially successful entrepreneur, ordinary people, the 98%. Okay? So, 300 and something million people are in the United States. That's right. 300 and something million are right here in this country. What what does that mean? What am I getting at? Okay. Key points. There are 5.3 million millionaires and 770 billionaires living in the United States. Millionaires make up about 2% of the U.S. adult population. While an ultra-high net worth will be out of reach for most, you can amass $1 million by managing money well and investing regularly. FOO.com. That's where I'm reading from. Yeah. U.S. millionaires and billionaires. You might not believe the wealth. I'm still on the same website. F-O-O-L.com. I was trying to find more on the 99%. And I came across this website. Yeah. For decades, the term millionaire has been one of the most common ways to describe a wealthy individual. It doesn't mean nearly as much as it once did, thanks to inflation. But it's still widely used and is normally a sign that a person is doing pretty well with personal finance. And then... There are billionaires who arguably have more money than any human being could ever need. Just how many people have reached these major financial milestones? We have the answer thanks to the latest USA Wealth Report from Henley and Partners. How many millionaires and billionaires live in the United States? There's a staggering amount of wealth in high net worth individuals in the United States. 
It's home to a 65.4 trillion in private wealth. By far the largest wealth market in the world. For comparison's sake, second place China has 21.7 trillion. Here's how many people in the United States has in each major wealth classification. 5.3 million millionaires with a net worth of at least 1 million. 9,630 millionaires with a net worth of at least 100 million. 770 billionaires with a net worth of at least 1 billion. The numbers reflect how uh, rare each respective level of wealth is. Being a millionaire is still a major achievement, but it's not too uncommon. The U.S. Census Bureau reports that there are 258.3 million adults in the United States. Based on that, millionaires make up about 2% of the adult population. Wow, 2%, only 2% make up the, uh, yeah, yeah, of the adult population. Millionaires, that, yeah, based on that, millionaires make up about 2% of the adult population. Adult population, not population, but uh, the adult population. If there are 200 and something millionaires, adult million, um, if there are 200 and something uh, million adults in the United States, then 2% of that population yeah, are millionaires. Wow. 2% of the adults in the United States are millionaires. Some people say that's a lot. Yeah. Centimillionaires and billionaires, on the other hand, only make up small fractions of a percent. So, the average person will run into about two millionaires for every 100 U.S. adults they meet. But they could go their entire life without meeting a centimillionaire millionaire or billionaire so it's more than likely you're gonna meet a millionaire than a center millionaire or billionaire the percentage like drops there are more millionaires in the united states than billionaires that's what i'm getting out of this article that i'm reading so yeah so 98 percent of the u.s population adult population 98 percent of the adult population in the united states are not millionaires 98 percent wow 
So the majority of the people in the United States do not have the wealth. 98% of the adults in the U.S. do not have the wealth. They do not own uh, all of the wealth. I'm getting some kind of like confusion here. 2% of the adult population is composed of... uh, millionaires so the 98 percent of adults in the united states are not millionaires that's a huge percent 98 percent am i confusing myself the more i talk i think i am but 98 percent is a lot of the whole yeah so the 90 seems to me that the 98% of the adult populations out there working yeah trying to maintain and make it happen while the 2% you know they're the millionaires and then we have 700 and something billionaires in uh so we can extract or or subtract the 770 billionaires from uh, the adult population and see what kind of uh, percentage we're going to get. Yeah. Interesting. What do I mean? It seems like a small amount of people compared to the whole own the wealth of this country they are investing benefiting while wow the majority of us we're working trying to invest trying to make ourselves happy but you know we can try that's all we can do But how does that really affect us? Well, look at the news. Look at the stories. Read the stories. Listen to the stories. How do people act? How do they behave? How are they treated? How do they um, develop? Do they change? What can they do? What can the 98% do? What can we do? The ones that say, oh, we're all in this together. Do we continuously just try to every day compete with people that own the majority of the wealth in this country? We can try, but realistically, I really think that the facts are still nothing but the facts. And the truth and the whole truth is nothing but the truth and the whole truth. There's nothing that we truly can do about changing other people and how they think and feel. They're on their own. 
They're doing their own thing. They're going in their own direction. That's my take on it. Whether we believe it or not is truly up to us. But the world, I also continuously say this. The world is simply the world. How can I change other people and make them uh, understand things for what they are? How can I make people understand that, look, this world is supposed to be for everyone. Some people are smarter than others. But then some people, they do not realize it. Or or some people, they do not want to accept that. Truly. They would rather be in control. And have people like the 98% of the adults and some children out there too. I see children working, teenagers out there working. They would rather have it that way than to get together. Strive together. And we all get to a better world. But what about our leaders? Do they need to be responsible for the conditions in this country? Will you have so many people wanting a better life, a better world? And not having to depend on people that are so cruel. They truly don't give a hoot about uh, humanity. People trying to live in this chaotic world that we're in. Not that we ask to be born into this world. No one. No one on the face of this earth, no human being, no animal acts to be born. No one at all. Okay. Two people have intercourse from what I understand. And then later, a human being comes into the world. And when we land, we're in this world. Why do we have to put up with this and deal with this? People are now dealing with so much in life when they didn't ask to be here. But who's supposed to manage this country? Oversee this country? What individuals are responsible for doing that? And if there are individuals, why are we here? Why are we having this conversation about a 98% or 2%. It doesn't really make sense. I'll be back. Miss Suyu, the whole truth. Miss Suyu, the Ganzivarheit. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today to listen to me, what I have to say. I know it's been a journey. The 99%, they say it's what it used to be. 
And some of us might believe now we are the 98%. Okay, so we have come for 12 years along a journey and we appear to be still at a standpoint or going backwards in a way, seemingly. Are we the 98%? Seriously. Right now, what's going on today? 98% with the a-changing, ever-a-changing world. Can we visualize being the 98% instead of the 99%? Well, we're still the 99%. It's not all that bad. It's getting better, some of us might believe. I still have a question, though. Are we the 98%? Truly, if 2% of adults in this country, only 2% are millionaires, what does that make us? Read the facts. Research. Or... Do you want to say we are the 97% or the 96 or 95? What is the whole truth? How do you feel about it? Has America changed? Is it going to continue to change? Are we going to see drastic changes? Did we get to a point a point right now we're here and we have seen no so much of a remarkable progress nothing to brag about It seems as though Occupy Wall Street was just the beginning. And we're still working on it. Oh, we need to continuously try to impeach. We need to come together and really do something about this. We just need to talk. Well, has talking really solved anything at all? Oh, it seems like we are trying, but when we go uh, one step forward, we take a step backwards. So, how do I feel? I know. People are like, you know, you're confusing me. Now, I know. The world is confusing. Are you talking about the 99% and the 98%? Well, I didn't start the 99% movement, Occupy Wall Street. I'm just talking about uh, 
what took place in history and how it has affected us today. And my question still is, are we the 98%? Right? Although there's some that probably feel as though we're the 99, I want to know, are we the 98%? Truly, that's me. Coming from me, Miss Suyu. Do we really need to talk about this? Should we just say, oh, it's nothing. I'm just running off at the mouth. I'm trying to get attention. Well, they say money talks. And if you ain't got it, you don't just don't have it. You can't talk. And if you don't have money, you don't have power. You're no one. Really? Oh, seriously? Is that the way it goes? Well, I know in this world that we're living in, you have the good, bad, and the ugly, they say. You can do wonderful things with money. You can make changes with money. You can buy things. You can invest. You can also be corrupted, foolish, arrogant, spoiled, wise, humble, lovable, caring. But most of all, take care of yourself. Especially if you don't have magical powers to change the world, to put the world on the right track, or you don't have any kind of specific general powers to get us to a better world. So you must provide for you. You must look out for your best interest. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be selfish and greedy. That you have to go around breaking the law, disrespecting people. But at the same token and on the same sheet of music, within the same subject, we must consider our own selves, our likelihood, our survival. I must be about my business on my journey. This world doesn't have to promise us anything because the world is simply the world and the world is going to do what the world wants to do. Whether I vote for someone or not, it's still not up to me. People do what they want to do. They make their decisions. And the decisions that they make, they make those decisions and those decisions can affect people like me. So I must do only what I can do. That's it. Because people, when they make decisions, their decisions can affect other people. And I must do what I can do. I must value me. I must look out for my best considerable interest. And I must survive because... I really, truly 
did not ask to be here in this senseless world. Does it get better? Oh, I believe it does get better. I believe that someday, oh, we're going to get there. There's going to be drastic changes. But right now, I can ask, are we the 98%? And I don't think anything is wrong with that. Goodbye, everybody.